Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. And for today's episode, I'm going to be making my week 11 predictions of the 2021 NFL season. And uh, yeah, this is planned to be a pretty productive weekend, another week in the NFL season. Uh, we have some very pretty big matchups, with including, of course, playoff races intact. Uh, today, of course, Thursday Night Football. With between the Patriots and the Falcons, Super Bowl 51 rematch, and uh, a lot of memes probably coming out of this game as well. We have Cowboys Chiefs on Sunday. That's going to be one of the best games of the of the year, hopefully, if you know things plan out. Uh, Texans Titans, which I'm expecting a blowout. Uh, Lions Browns, I'm expecting another blowout for the Browns. Well, again, you know, you never know because the NFL is very unpredictable. These last couple weeks have been pretty unpredictable. There's been blowouts by teams that I expected to do better, teams that I expect to lose, and they're winning, and by a lot. But we'll have to wait and see. But now I'm going to be making my Week 11 predictions. Now, coming off of last week, I did terrible in my predictions. I think I had, like, what, out of 14 games last week, I had 60 points. Of course, that's 6 right out of 14 that's like an that's like a forty percent, so an F. That was easily my worst performing week this entire season, and uh, yeah, I hope I never get sixty points again, because my highest I believe was hundred and twenty, all the way in week two, so yeah. I definitely want to have, hundred and twenty or more, you know, following on in the regular season, until we get to week eighteen. Which I can't believe it, but we're already past halfway mark of November, and Thanksgiving is next Thursday. Wow, this year has been has been flying by. I mean, last year it went by pretty slow, and it felt very slow because of the whole pandemic. We were all shut down, you know, stuck at home and everything. But this year flew by. I mean, you could say that about every year, but Jesus, this year has. It's it, it it at this point some some days were skipped. I don't think we went through. I don't think we literally went through every single day of the year. I think we just skipped. To, to we skipped. We just decided to just say, you know, we're not gonna go through every single day of the month. We're just gonna skip days and just get rid of the year because that's just unrealistic of me saying that we're already ending twenty twenty one. But anyways, before we get to my week. 11 predictions. Uh, unfortunately, I have to tell y'all, another rapper has been gunned down. Um, rapper by the name of Young Dolph. He has been tragically shot down and killed at the age of 36. It was in Memphis. This happened, I think, yesterday. We got the news. And, uh, man, just, uh, just another rapper that was gunned down and lost his life due to gun violence. And it's just another, it's just another incident, man. It's ridiculous. Like, it's ridiculous that uh, this continues to happen, that, you know, more and more rappers are getting killed, especially from what? The same reason, from either gun violence or from drugs. It's just it's just unfortunate, man, and we just don't want that to continue to happen. Unfortunately, uh, it was young Dolph. He was walking into a local cookie shop, obviously trying to buy some cookies, and then eventually someone up and shot the man at around 11 to 1 p.m. a couple days ago. Um, it wasn't really for sure c 
cut that it was yesterday, but it could have definitely been uh, Tuesday or yesterday morning. But I definitely got the news around like 2, 3 p.m. So it definitely happened around that time because, man, it just sucks. Now, again, I I, I don't listen to, to Young Dolph. I've heard of him before. I know he's a pretty... Um, He's he's a rapper that's dropped a lot of mixtapes and joint mixtapes. Um, he's also another like fellow member or like a, a part of a group or a duo with Key Glock, who's another rapper from Memphis. I know they collaborate and they're like a big duo in 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 the, in the South rap scene, and they definitely get numbers and streams. I think they have a couple projects together. I believe Dumb and Dumber is one of them. They have two parts of the Dumb and Dumber series. He does have a couple of hits. Maybe I've heard one song, and that was from the Rich Slave album. I think that was that was Young Dolph from last year. He had a couple had a couple of good songs. You know, had a couple you know songs that maybe I've heard, but don't really remember it that much. But then again, I'm not here to say that I was a big fan of of Young Dolph or anything. But still, you know, whether I cared about this music. Whether I was a fan or not, like still, it's it's just ridiculous how this continues to happen. Where another rapper gets their lost, uh, gets their lo- uh, life taken away from gun violence. It's just annoying and it's just too too much, man. It just happens quite often. It's just um, and oh, man, for just no reason, man. Doing the simplest thing, he just went to a store and just wanted to get some some cookies and. He's out here, you know, lying on the floor, you know, dead. It's just, it just sucks, man. I, I rest in peace to Young Dolph and condolences to his family. For Key Glock, I know you lost a, a, a friend and a, you know, a, and a, you know, a collaborator and stuff. And yeah, it just, it just sucks, man. It just sucks, man. Uh, so rest in peace to, to Young Dolph, and you know, we just, we just want to hope that this just doesn't happen. At all, but unfortunately, it's just going to continue happening. It's just a lifestyle for a lot of these people. They lived in this lifestyle where, you know, they're about that. But again, it just needs to stop, man, because more people are losing their lives and than they should have. It just it just needs to stop. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, we're moving on to the well let's see what we're dropping what's what's probably dropping tonight for music i know adele is dropping her album 30 tonight but is anybody else dropping we'll have to wait and see because i don't really trust genius that much anymore because they are some capping ass motherfuckers anyways let's get into week 11 predictions and we start off of course with the thursday night football game between the new england patriots and the Atlanta Falcons. So this is a rematch of the Super Bowl 51 uh, game. Yeah. This is going to be a very important win or important game in general for the Falcons. And even for the Patriots. I think the Patriots right now, they're definitely one of the hottest teams in all of football. They definitely can make a statement beating the Falcons. Even though, again, it's the Falcons and they're still in the wild card race playoff race hunt but still to continue that race they need to win this game so they don't go down to a four and six record and their chances just get lower and lower now the falcons of course they want revenge you know they want revenge they definitely do not want to be memed after this game after they're crucial and undeniable 
believe one of the worst choke jobs in sports history happened, what, four years ago to the same team? So no, they don't want, they don't want that to happen. Now, do I think the Patriots are going to win this game? I do think the Patriots are going to win this game. But I think the Falcons are going to be up by like 28, but I'm just kidding. I think, I think the Falcons are going to be up for a little bit in the game, and then the Patriots take over at all. But I don't think it's going to be like a choke job. I think maybe the Falcons go up by like 7 or like 10 points, and then, then they lose that lead, and then the Patriots win the game. I don't think they're going to massively choke like they did in the Super Bowl. I hope not. Uh, that would be just that would just be that's just too much, man. Unfortunately, if the Falcons just can't if they can't pull it through, but no, I don't think they're that team anymore. They still choke games once in a while now. They're still they're still that team to consider a choke job, but I don't think they're going to choke to another team that they've already choked before and in the worst way possible in the biggest game of of the season. Yeah, this is a regular season game, but still very important for the Falcons and for both teams as well. But I got the Patriots winning this game for sure. Next game we got, we got the Baltimore Ravens versus the Chicago Bears. So the Ravens 6-3 and three and the Chicago Bears 3-6. and six. So the Ravens last week coming off a loss on Thursday Night Football against the Dolphins 22-10. to 10. Yeah, what a what a bad loss for the Ravens. They did not look good against the Dolphins last week. It was pretty bad. Um, and the Bears three and six, and they they had a bye week last week. So again, we're gonna see how they can perform after their bye week. But their last game was against Pittsburgh. That was on Monday Night Football. That was on the eighth of November. And then prior to that, they had a game on Halloween. Um, the Ravens, I do think, are going to bounce back against the Bears. I think the Ravens are definitely the better team, better QB, better offense, better system, better defense, better everything, pretty much. I think the Ravens are still a threat in the AFC, and I think they're still up for that AFC North division. I think they're still going to win that division, even with Pittsburgh and, 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 and Cincinnati and even Cleveland, who have been pretty mediocre and inconsistent, still has a chance to take that division. It's really up for grabs, but I think the Ravens will pull through and win against the Bears. The Bears are, are very inconsistent. Justin Fields, if he plays in this game, most likely he will. You know, we'll have to see if, if he can really take it up, make another upset happen. Maybe the Ravens lose another crucial game, but I think the Ravens definitely got this one in the bag. So I have the Baltimore Ravens beating the Bears. Next game, we got the Indianapolis Colts versus the Buffalo Bills. The Colts are 5-5, five and five and the Buffalo Bills are 6-3. and three. The Colts coming off a W against the Jaguars last week on the 14th. Uh, it was a pretty close game with the Jaguars. It was kind of back and forth until the fourth, third, basically the second half. And uh, the Colts still pulled through. Jonathan Taylor has been probably the rest best running back in the league since Derrick Henry with his injury has been out. Um, and the Colts still definitely proving that they, after their bad start to the season when they started 0-3, they've just been able to climb back up. You know, they're still in a very tough position. They might not win the division because the Titans have been so damn good this year. But wild card definitely still possible for the Colts. But they do have a crucial game against the Buffalo Bills. Who are six and three, and of course last week coming off the game against the Jets, 
They annihilated the shit out of the Jets. No surprise. The offense was amazing. The defense was incredible. So, of course, the Bills are here to win this game for sure. And this was also a matchup from uh, earlier this year's wild card game where the Buffalo Bills, of course, took the W. And I think the Bills will do the same thing in this one. I think the Bills will definitely fit um, a little bit better. Now, the Colts could definitely upset if the run game productive with Jonathan Taylor will work. If uh, if the defense can step up, then, you know, they might have a chance against Buffalo. Hell, Jacksonville had a field day against Buffalo. So, you know, the Colts can definitely have it. It's definitely possible. But I think the Bills, oh, man, I think at this point they're they're unstoppable. And I don't think they're going to lose another game in the season. That's That's what it looks like. Well, we'll have to wait and see because the season progresses. We never know. But either way, I have the Bills winning this game. Next game we got... The Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings. So the Packers 8-2, while the Vikings are 4-5. The Packers coming off a W against the Seahawks last week, 17-0. It was a pretty boring game for the first three quarters while there was just a field goal. Um, up until the fourth quarter where A.J. Dillon had two rushing touchdowns. And the defense was great for the Packers. Showed up, played terrific. The Seahawks... Yikes, bad performance after Russell Wilson coming back from injury, missing out the last three games prior to this one. So the Packers definitely took care of business against the Seahawks last week, and the Vikings 4-5 and five, taking, against, uh, taking a W against the Chargers last week. This is a pretty big game for the Vikings, especially against a pretty good team in the Chargers. Definitely a contender for one of the best teams in the AFC. But now... They get even tougher competition while they play arguably the best team in the NFL. And definitely, in my opinion, the best team in the NFC, the Packers at the moment. So this is going to be a pretty big, big game for the Packers just to get the nine win and get closer to clinching number one seed in the NFC. And for the Vikings to have a 500 record and still climb into the, the wildcard spots and to continue their race. Now, I do think the Packers, I mean, they've, they have played like the best team in football these last couple weeks. And after that, you know, one game loss uh, that they had a couple weeks ago, which was, I believe, against the Chiefs. Yeah, it was against the Chiefs. It was the game before the Seahawks game. Again, Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. He wasn't playing. It was Jordan Love. Um, in the first game of the season, it felt like a long time ago where the Saints annihilated them. You know, it was, it was the first game of the season. People think Aaron Rodgers was, was doing nothing. He didn't care. What, all that nonsense. Here we are. We're 8-2. and two, And the Packers are here to dethrone the competition and to become one of the best teams in the NFL. Now, definitely looks like the Packers are definitely the favorites in this one. I have the Packers winning this game. So, yeah. We'll see. Anyways, next game we have the Detroit Lions versus the Cleveland Browns. The Browns 5 and 5 and the Lions 0 and 8 and 1. <laughs> Jesus, the Lions after tying against the Steelers last week in overtime. Yeah, it was a very sloppy, horrible performance uh just overall for for both teams. But, man, the Lions, they couldn't even get uh, Jared Goff getting 100 passing yards um, throughout the first 48 minutes of the game. First 60 minutes of the game, I mean, whole regulation time passed. 
Still couldn't even get 100 yards. Eventually, he'd had like 114 or something, I believe. 100, yeah, 114. Yeah, it was a rough performance for the Lions. They didn't get the loss, but they didn't get the W. So, in the end of the day, where was, where was you know, the consistency there? But anyways, the Lions having a big game against the Browns this week. And the Browns, 5-5, five and five, coming off a horrible loss against the New England Patriots, losing 45-7. to seven. So, yeah, the Browns. Coming off an embarrassing loss to the Patriots. I thought that game was going to be pretty close. But, uh, yeah, the opposite happened. And I guess the Lions, I mean, again, the Lions haven't even won a game yet. I do think they still are going to win a game. But I'm losing faith every week. I have the Browns win this one. I mean, the Browns definitely have to win this one. I mean, you don't want to lose to the Lions who haven't even won a game and add that to the season. It's just It just doesn't look good. Just does not look good whatsoever. So, yeah, Detroit, unfortunately, I don't think you're getting your first win of the season yet, even though I've already predicted maybe once, or I think once or twice, that they should get the victory, but still, just it just hasn't happened, just hasn't happened. So I got the Browns winning this one. Next game, we got the Washington football team versus the Carolina Panthers, the Washington football team 3-6, and six. and last week going up against the Buccaneers where they dominate. Played great football, and yeah, they played fantastic. I mean, offensively, they looked great. Defensively, looked very good. Unfortunately, they lost Chase Young due to injury. He will be out for the season with a torn ACL, so that's going to suck. But I think that was a pretty big game for Washington. Now, I do think, unfortunately, I don't think they're going to make the postseason. They're just far behind in the division, and the Cowboys have been ridiculous this year. So... So, yeah, unfortunately, I don't think that would be the case. And I guess the Panthers, who are 5-5, five and five, they're definitely in playoff position at the moment. They got a huge W against the Cardinals last week. You know, arguably one of the best teams in football. Of course, no Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hopkins. But still, a pretty big win for the Panthers either way. Cam Newton is back, and he's most likely going to be the starter for this game. And, you know, we might see some from some 2015 Cam Newton material uh, in, in, in for the remainder of the season. Now, I'm not expecting Cam Newton to play ball out, but I do think if he just is consistent enough and just plays decent, this Panther team will make the postseason and will definitely make some buzz. I don't think they're a Super Bowl contending team or, or whatever, nor that I think they might make it far to the play, to the postseason but definitely a huge possibility they can sneak in as a wild card team and get better and better. And against Washington, if that defense plays as good as they did last week, Washington can definitely take a W here. But Carolina, I think that offense I'm trusting a little bit more now. So I have Carolina winning this game for sure. And Cam Newton, you know, I want him to do well here in Carolina and for the remainder of the season so he can make the postseason. They would definitely not mind. Watching the Panthers make the postseason after not making it in the past, like what two, three seasons. I don't have, I don't think the Panthers have made it since 2018 or 2017. So that'll be nice to see them back in the postseason. Next game, we got the 49, the San Francisco 49ers versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the 49ers four and five, and after a Monday night W against the LA Rams a big upset I mean I think the whole world had the Rams winning that game and the 49ers came out specifically Debo Samuel came out and balled the fuck out 
the 49ers annihilated, and I mean annihilated the Rams. They made them look like chumps out there. And yeah, it, it, and it looks like the 49ers are still here. They're still here to talk. You know, maybe they've been pretty disappointing. They haven't been that good of a team. But maybe that if they can get it together and fix, make some adjustments, they could make a push for the playoffs, man. A lot of these teams with losing records by one or two games, they're still in it. Don't count them out. Don't count them out. And I'm not counting out the 49ers. Yes, they might be third in the division. Uh, against a t- you know against a whole division full of full of contenders, and especially with the Cardinals and Rams ahead of them, and even the Seahawks could even catch up to them at some point. Definitely, the 49ers have it tough, but this week they have it easy because they're going up against the Jaguars, who we all know they have been one of the worst teams in the NFL. They're two and seven. Last week they had a close game against the Colts, and they're probably not going to have another game like. The Bills game where they literally beat them by three points and only allowed six points and zero touchdowns. So, yeah. But, unfortunately, the Jaguars do have some tougher opponents coming ahead, of course, with the Titans, the Rams, the Patriots, the Colts, and I'll even say the Falcons will be tough. They do have some easy games with the Texans and the Jets. Oh, man, the Jaguars and the Jets. Oh, my God, the Jaguars and the Texans. Oh, my God, it's going to be a horrible. Oh, that should be a fun game in a bad way, pretty much. But we'll have to wait and see. But, obviously, I have... <clears throat> Excuse me, my bad. <laughs> I was fucking dying in there. Anyways, I have the 49ers winning this game against the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. Next game, we got the Houston Texans versus the Tennessee Titans. The Texans won and eight, one of the worst teams in the NFL versus the Titans, which you could arguably say are the best team in the NFL. How crazy. The Titans, eight and two, coming off a victory against the Saints last week. It wasn't the best, uh, prettiest performance for the Titans. They definitely got the job done, but... The officiating was uh, bad, and you can say the Saints got pretty much uh, screwed over from the refs in that game. But still, it's bound to happen. It happens pretty much all the time. So, unfortunately, the Saints get fucked over by the referee. But I do think the Titans definitely had this game overall. I think they were a little bit more consistent on the offensive end. They got lucky. They got lucky. They could have easily lost this game as well, but... We got to give them the W, got to give them the credit. They still ended up taking the W either way. And, of course, the Houston Texans, they had a bye week last week, but their last game against the Dolphins on November 7th, yeah, not a game that we would love to talk about for the Texans. Not a season that Texans fans want to talk about. They have been one of the worst teams in the NFL. They won the first game of the season and decided to lose eight straight games. So... Yeah, that's the Texans for you. They're in against the Texans. What do you expect? The Titans' worst team. I mean, the Titans' best team in the NFL. And the Texans, one of the worst teams in the NFL. Come on. Yeah, the irony. If the Texans win this game, it's it's just it's just insane. Insanity would all hell will break loose if the Texans win this game. But obviously, I got Tennessee. We know that they're the better team, not just the record-wise, but just it's just pinpoint clear. 
I have the Texans winning this one. Titans. Titans winning this one. My God. Almost set myself up there. Anyways, let's move on to the next game. We got the New Orleans Saints versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, I think this is definitely going to be one of the best games of this of the week. Got the Saints 5-4, and four, of course. Uh, talking about the game last week where they lost to the Titans. Of course, the officiating couldn't have been any worse. And uh, unfortunately, that was the reason why they took the L last week. Facing against the Philadelphia Eagles in Philly, they're four and six, and they came off a W, massive W against the Denver Broncos, beating them thirty to thirteen. It was a pretty, pretty convincing win for the Eagles. I mean, they looked strong in that game. The offense was great. The defense have been improving drastically as much. And against the Saints, I think they they have a chance to upset. I do find something in this Eagles team. That's special. Now, I don't think they're a playoff team. They're definitely up there in the race. But unfortunately, I don't think they're a team that will make it overall. I think they'll be hovering around there. Um, But I do think the Eagles are a little bit better than what the record shows. And they have a young team offensively and defensively. Of course, they have a lot of veteran key players that do do their job. And against the Saints, it could be difficult to put pressure on them. It all depends, really, on how the defense performs. Because the offense, I could expect it to play great. But again, this team is very inconsistent. So, you know, this team could look dog shit against the Saints. You know, the Saints also have been quite inconsistent as well. I mean, they got... They they, they defeated the Patriots. Lose to the Jets. Beat the Washington football team. Lose to the Falcons. Beat the Buccaneers. Okay, fine. You lose to the Titans, one of the best teams. Lose to the Packers. No, to the Saints. Yeah, to the Panthers, excuse me. That's what I meant to say in the first place. You know, it really could happen. And also, their schedule doesn't get easier. After the Eagles game, they got the Bills on Thanksgiving. Then they got the Cowboys on December 2nd. And they got the Jets, which would be an easy win, hopefully. The Buccaneers, that's going to be a tough game. The Dolphins, yeah, probably not gonna. That's not gonna be an easy game for, for the Dolphins, but probably for the Saints, for the Panthers, that could be a tough game. And against the Falcons, who you know they did beat them already, uh, in this season, so you never know what really could happen. But either way, I still feel like I have to go for the Saints. I really, you know, I really want to pick the Eagles, just because I may trust them a little bit more now. You know what? I'm gonna pick the Eagles. Fuck it. It again. Not. It's it, it's been unpredictable these last couple weeks. It is not a hard ass take or a hot take for me to pick the Eagles over the Saints. Fuck it. When when do I even pick the Eagles? I barely pick them. I like this team a lot, and I barely pick them to win games. So let me give them a fair shot. This is definitely a game where they could definitely crack open a win and stay consistent. So yeah, I got the Eagles winning this game. Even if the Saints look like they're the favorites. So, yeah, just, just, I, I need something to look impressive. I need these upsets coming. I know these upsets are ready to be, uh, to be waited. Next game, we got the Miami Dolphins taking on the New York Jets. The Dolphins coming off of a victory on Thursday Night Football last week against the Baltimore Ravens. Pretty big upset. One of the best games of the well 
it, it definitely looked like at, at the fourth quarter, it may have been a very interesting game, but throughout the whole game itself, it definitely was boring, majority of it. But definitely some pretty good plays, a lot of different um, tactics. That defense played great. It was, a, it was a great performance for the Dolphins, cannot deny that, and the Dolphins could stay consistent and win a couple more games. But the Jets might be their only chance to really be getting these Ws, and they need to get these Ws against the Jets because... Their schedule does not get easier because after the Jets, they go up against the Panthers. Then they have a break. They could take up against the Giants, the Jets. But after they got the Saints, then they got the Titans, then they got the Patriots. So to end the season after Christmas, yeah, uh, did not do them well with the schedule remaining for the last three games. But the next four games, definitely possible they can they could take these Ws, at least three out of four. But they definitely got to get wins against the Jets twice and against the Giants to continue their playoff uh, run, even though they're three and seven, don't even look like they're going to make it. But still, anything is possible. Anything is possible. They can get in a streak. I still have the Giants winning this. The Giants. I still have the Dolphins winning this one. But the Jets, before we get to that, I have the Jets. Uh, they last week getting annihilated against the Bills. Just, yeah, a, a horrible, very inconsistent performance for the uh, for the, for the Jets. All-around mess. And their schedule was tough as well because after the Dolphins, they got the Texans, which, oh, my God, that's going to be a pretty bad game. And against the Eagles, then the Saints, then the Dolphins again, then the Jaguars, Buccaneers, then the Bills. So they have two games they could win. That was probably against the Texans and against the Jaguars. And maybe even one game against the Dolphins. Who knows? But yeah, the remaining games look like the Jets are pretty much set up for failure. Yeah. I mean, hey, they beat the they beat the Titans. I mean, they beat the Titans early in the season. When was that? That was October 3rd in overtime. I mean, you never know, man. You never know. I this Jets team is uh not good, but they have happened to be one of the best teams in the NFL. Probably the best team in the AFC at the moment. So, you never know. You never know. Now let's get into the late window of Sunday. Let's go to the 4 p.m. games. Starting off with the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Las Vegas Raiders. Both teams 5-4. and four. The Bengals coming off a bye week last week, but their previous game was against the Browns, where they got smacked around 41-16 to to eventually the Browns next week getting clamped up to the Patriots. And the Bengals, yeah, the Bengals, I mean, the Bengals, uh, they've been still a very inconsistent team, but I do think they have a lot of more ups and downs this year. I think they're a little bit better than they have been in the last couple seasons. I think they still have a chance to make the postseason. Joe Burrow can get back and really play productively. And against the Raiders, that's going to be tough competition. The Raiders... Last week against the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football, they, yeah, they did not play well at all. And against the Giants, they lost uh, previous to that game. So they have not been looking great. They have not won a game yet this month. The last win was against the Eagles on October 24th. Obviously, the bye week after that during the Halloween uh, week. But then to start off November, it just hasn't been looking good for this team. And they do play, I believe, on Thanksgiving against, oh yeah, they play against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. So the Raiders, yeah, they got some pretty important wins uh, 
important games to take over against Cincinnati, against uh, Dallas, and they do go up against the, the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Broncos at some point later in the season. Um, but throughout this game, who I have winning this game, it's kind of tough to say. I mean, both teams, they do look like they have potential to make the postseason. I think definitely one of those teams are. The Raiders have not been playing as well. The Bengals, I think, have been just kind of up and down. But I think I think the Bengals will hold tight and take the W against the Raiders. I think the Raiders will get the job done. I mean, the, the Bengals will get the job done, and I think they're going to hold off against the Raiders. Next game, we got the Dallas Cowboys versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this is going to be, hopefully, one of the best games of the season. Definitely has potential for it to be. Cowboys 7-2 and two and the Chiefs 6-4. and four. The Cowboys coming off a massive W against the Falcons last week, annihilating them 43-3. to three. Yeah, took care of massive business. And the Chiefs looking amazing as well last week on Sunday Night Football against the Raiders, 41-14. to Mahomes looked fantastic. He was damn near flawless in this game. Five touchdowns, you know, 400 yards. So 406 yards and five touchdowns, you know, had a pretty impressive game. Definitely played like Patrick Mahomes and his old self, his, his, his self in general. So... I do think this is definitely up there for game of the year and maybe game of the week. At least both teams, I think, um, are easily playoff teams. I mean, the Chiefs have been very consistent, but I now they're getting back on track. I think at this point, there's there's no room for improvement. Um, I mean, there is definitely room for improvement, but there isn't a way where I think the Chiefs are going to fall back to grace and get to the first half of the season where they were just a mess and the defense has collapsed. Hopefully they can stay put and consistent so they can keep this up and play as good as they've been having, you know, they've been playing the last couple seasons. Um, and the Cowboys have been playing great this year as well. So this is going to be tough. Um, I could easily go for Dallas here. You know, the offense I trust a little bit more then the Chiefs, because again, this was only one game that the Chiefs really proved to me that they're back. But are they really, really back? Hopefully. If they're that guy, if they're that team, shit. Definitely I got the Chiefs offense over Cowboys any day of the week. And that defense, what what well, of course, the Dallas Cowboys have had a better defense than the Chiefs this year. You know, we all have um different uh feelings about that. But really, it could all go down to just who, who will score the most. I know that's very vague and obvious. Wow, but still. Honestly, this is, this is, this is actually kind of tough. I don't know who I would really pick. I can, I can go for Kansas City. I can go for Dallas. I got the Kansas City Chiefs winning this one. Why? Because I think the Chiefs are back. If the Chiefs are back officially, Dallas is going down. I think Dallas is going down. Hell, the Broncos took care of business against them. They were playing very consistent in that game. They just look dreadful. The Cowboys offense still been very good this year, and this game is definitely going to be tough for the Chiefs. This is probably their toughest game of the year. 
at this point. I mean, they do have to go up against the Bengals, but now the Bengals haven't been looking that amazing. And the Raiders, who also haven't been looking that great, and the Chargers, who also been looking that great, they're still teams that could definitely beat Kansas City. But if they're back and playing like they used to last couple of seasons, if, they, if they're back on their best shit, yeah, the Chiefs are not losing another game this year. If they could really play like that, and they're ready for the Super Bowl. Hell, I mean, they were 6-4 and four for the first 10 games of the season in 2019. And then they went to the postseason. They they were down by multiple multiple points in every single game against the Texans in a divisional game, against the Titans in the AFC title game, and against the Niners in the Super Bowl. And yet they won it. So, you know, we still have to wait and see if this Chiefs team is really that team. But I do think they're back. I do think they're back. So, in that case, I have Kansas City taking the W against the Cowboys. Sorry, Dallas, but, you know. If they're they're that team, I kind of have to go for them. Anyways, next game, we got the Arizona Cardinals versus the Seattle Seahawks, so the Cardinals last week, of course, taking their second L of the season, losing to the Carolina Panthers. Again, they didn't have Kyler Murray, uh, D-Hop, and a lot of defensive players still out due to injury, but looks like Kyler Murray might be back against this game against Seattle, so it looks like, you know, this this might be a, a, a rough game for for Seattle coming up. Seattle losing to the Packers last week with Russell Wilson's first game back in the last month. So yeah, it's been uh it's pretty pretty rough for the Seahawks this this year. They've been super inconsistent and they just actually not even cuz they just look pretty bad some games. I mean, they were lucky to get wins against the the Niners um and against the the Colts early in the season, but they've just been pretty bad. They've just been super inconsistent. I mean, losing to the Rams, the Saints, the the Steelers. I mean, their best win was definitely against the Jaguars, so yeah, I really do think the Cardinals are going to whoop their ass. Even if Kyler Murray doesn't end up playing in this game, if that might happen, I think the Cardinals are still the better team. So I have the Arizona Cardinals being the Seahawks. And unfortunately, it looks like the Seahawks will go down their first season in since, like, what, 2011 or 2010? This is the first time they missed the postseason since 2011, since 2012, in the Russell Wilson era. Is what I'm trying to say. The first time in the Russell Wilson era, the Seahawks won't make the postseason. That's that's what it looks like for Seattle at the moment. If they can win this game, they're still alive. They're still intact, and definitely very possible. Very possible that they can get back on track. Next game, we have Sunday Night Football versus the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Los Angeles Chargers. So the Pittsburgh Steelers five three and one. Of course, last week having a draw against the Lions. Yeah, pretty embarrassing. Pretty embarrassing draw. Not a win, not a W. So, or not not a win, not a loss, but they got they got a tie. That doesn't do much for the season, but the Steelers are out here still fighting. They have to go up against the Chargers. Now the Steelers, their 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 schedule remaining is a little difficult because they got to go up against the Chargers, then the Ravens. Or then the Bengals, then the Ravens, then the Vikings, and the Titans, the Chiefs, then the Browns, then the Ravens to end the season. So, 
pretty rough. Pretty rough for the Steelers next ga couple games. And the Chargers, 5-4, and four, they've, they've lost the last two games against the Vikings and against the Eagles. Or, I mean, not, not the last two games, I'm sorry. They lost to the Vikings last week, but they did get a W against the Eagles on the, on the 7th of November. They were still able to play consistent football. Justin Herbert still been looking pretty good this year. And I do think the Chargers may take hold. I think the Chargers, I think, are a little bit better than the Steelers. And I think the Chargers are just, I trust them a little bit more on defensive uh, end. And their offense, yeah, for sure. I got the Chargers offense against Pittsburgh. So I give the Chargers the edge here, and I have them taking the W. And then finally, for Monday Night Football, we got the New York Giants versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Giants 3-6 and six, and the Buccaneers 6-3. and three. The Giants coming off a bye week last week, but their previous game was against the Raiders where they took the W 23-16. So that was a pretty impressive win for the Giants. So good for them. And then for the Buccaneers last week, yeah, they're currently on a two-game losing streak. Losing on Halloween to the Saints, taking a bye week, and then coming off that bye week, losing to the Washington football team by 10. Tom Brady's worst game of the season, the Buccaneers' worst game of the season. They've just been looking not that good, not that good these last couple games. Now, it's the Giants, so the Buccaneers expect them to absolutely obliterate the shit out of them. That's probably the most common sense thing that could probably happen. That's the most legit response I can give you. But you never know, man. The Giants, they could they might do something. They might actually get an upset. They actually might they actually might have a really big a chance to to stop the run game and the defense. The Buccaneers defense, that's one thing. I mean, that's definitely one reason why they won the Super Bowl last year, why they were one of the best teams in the NFL last year is that defense. But this year, it's definitely not that case. It has not been that good. And these last two games, allowing so many points, allowing, forcing turnovers, uh, a lot of inconsistent throws from Brady. I mean, Brady's still been playing pretty good football this year. I He's honestly been a, an MVP candidate. But the last two weeks, you're kind of like, okay, maybe he's not an MVP candidate. Okay, maybe he's still a uh, – maybe he's still, you know – a human being, a 44, damn near 45-year-old still throwing footballs in the league. Now, they're still number one in the division. They're 6-3, and three, even with a two-game losing streak. Because, again, the Saints are also on a two-game losing streak. So that helps for the Buccaneers. But the Saints win and the Buccaneers lose. The Saints are number one in the division. So the Buccaneers definitely got to get this win. If they want to keep consistent in the division and to not really get the fans worrying. Because another loss, and especially against the Giants, yeah. Definitely a playoff team for sure. But still, they could definitely be a lot better than we expect. You know, it's scary. They still have a rough schedule. They got to go up against games against the Falcons, the Bills, and the Saints. Then against the Panthers twice. So we'll have to wait and see. But obviously, I got the Buccaneers beating the Giants. And, uh, yeah, that is it for week 11. Those are my predictions. So let me just go over them in order. So let's get let's go back to Thursday Night Football. So I have the Patriots beating the Falcons. I have the Ravens beating the Bears. I have the Bills beating the Colts. I have the Browns beating the Lions. I have the Packers 
beating the Vikings. I have the Titans beating the Texans. I have the Dolphins. Excuse me. I have the Dolphins beating the Jets. The Eagles beating the Saints. The Packers. The Packers. The Panthers beating the Washington football team. The Niners beating the Jaguars. The Bengals beating the Raiders. The Chiefs beating the Cowboys. The Cardinals beating the Seahawks. The Chargers beating the Steelers. And finally, the Buccaneers beating the Giants. So those are my Week 11 predictions. Now, since it's Week 11 and we're almost getting close to the postseason in January, let's go over the Week 11 before we start Week 11. Playoff picture. Teams, what seeding would be in order? The number one all the way to the number seven seed and even the teams on the bubble and on the edge and closing in the race. So let's start off in the AFC. We got the first team, the first seed, the Tennessee Titans, the second seed, Buffalo Bills, the third seed, Baltimore Ravens, the fourth seed, Kansas City Chiefs, the fifth seed, Pittsburgh Steelers, the sixth seed, New England Patriots, and the seventh seed, Los Angeles Chargers. And then on the bubble, we got the Bengals at number eight, the Raiders at number nine, the Colts at number 10, the Browns 11. The Broncos, 12, Dolphins, 13, Jets, 14, Jaguars, 15, and, of course, the Texans, 16. And so, yeah, I mean, the Bengals, the Raiders, the Colts, Browns, Broncos, and even even the Dolphins, I guess, they're still in this thing. Now, of, of course, I think the Texans, Jaguars, Jets, and most likely the Dolphins even are, are done for for the season. They're not making the postseason. But, you know, the team Broncos, Browns, Colts, Raiders, Bengals, they still have a chance. Now, in the NFC, the number one seed following Green Bay Packers, the second seed, Arizona Cardinals, the third seed, Dallas Cowboys, the fourth seed, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the fifth seed, LA Rams, the sixth seed, New Orleans Saints, and the seventh seed, Carolina Panthers. So the seventh seed now goes to Carolina after going up and winning against the Cardinals last week. And the, on the bubble, we got the Vikings at eight, the Niners at nine. The Falcons at 10, the Eagles at 11, the Washington football team are at 12, but they rose up. They were like at 14 or 15 last week. They rose up 15 from 12. And at 13, the Giants, 14 Seahawks, the Bears, 15, and the Lions, 16. Damn, the Seahawks have not been good that year. Man, they're 14th. They're really, they lost, they were down four spots. They were 10th last week. Now they're all the way at 14th. Seed, so yeah. So yeah, between the Lions, Bears, Seahawks, Giants, I think it's pretty much a wrap. And even for the Washington football team, the Eagles, though, the Falcons, Niners, and Vikings, I still think they're in this race for sure. But yeah, all those teams have a a, a losing record, especially now uh, with the Vikings four and five, Niners four and five, Falcons four and five, Eagles four and six, but it all pretty close, so you will never know. And of course the Falcons Oh, I mean the Panthers, they're five and five, the Saints five and four, Rams seven and three, Buccaneers six and three, Cowboys seven and two, Cardinals eight and two, eight and two for the Packers as well. Titans eight and two, Bills six and three, Ravens six and three, Chiefs six and four, Steelers five, three and one, the Patriots six and four, and the Chargers five and four. So that's currently the playoff picture so far. So how it would go would pretty much go Bills, Chargers. Then it would be Ravens, Patriots, then Chiefs, Steelers. Those would be the three matchup games 
in the AFC, and then in the NFC, it would be, well, of course, the Titans, they take the bye week, so they move on to the divisional game, and then the Packers in the NFC will take the, the bye week. So it'll be the second seed Cardinals versus the seventh seed Panthers. Oh, that'll be interesting. Then the third seed Cowboys versus the sixth seed Saints, and then the fourth seed Buccaneers versus the fifth seed Rams. So that would be the current playoff picture if it were to end in week 11. Now, before we go, uh, I just want to get my uh, the scores out from Tuesday and from Wednesday, yesterday, uh, from the NBA. So on Tuesday, we had the Warriors beating the Nets 117-99. This was a pretty close game, uh, well, at least in the first quarter, because eventually Steph Curry went off. Um, he scored 29 points, I mean, 37 points, 5 assists, 7 rebounds, had a crazy game. The Nets... Still a great team, but the Warriors have been definitely the best team in basketball this year for sure. The Sixers, they lose to the Jazz 120-85. to And the Clippers, they beat the Spurs 106-92. Then on Wednesday or yesterday, we had the Pacers losing to the Pistons 97-89. to The Hornets beating the Wizards 97-87. The Hawks beating the Celtics 110-99. The Nets beating the Cavaliers 109-99. The Magic being the Knicks 104-98. The Heat defeating the Pelicans 113-98. The Bucks beating the Lakers 109-102. The Thunder beating the Rockets 101-89. The Timberwolves being the Kings 107-97. The Suns being the Mavericks 105-98. And finally, the Blazers beating the Bulls 112-107. Oh, wow, the Bulls lost yesterday. They've been crazy this year. And then we have six games for today. We have the Wizards versus the Heat, the Cavs versus the Warriors. We have the Spurs, Timberwolves. Then we got the Clippers, Grizzlies, then the Sixers, Nets, or the Sixers, Nuggets, excuse me, and then Raptors and Jazz. So the games for today. And then for tomorrow, the Warriors, Pistons, Pacers, Hornets, Lakers, Celtics, Clippers, Pelicans, Magic versus Nets, Thunder and Bucks. Bulls and the Nuggets, Raptors and Kings, and then Mavericks versus the Suns. So, yeah. And then the standings, the Wizards are number one, 10 and 4. The Nets, second seed, 11 and 5. The, the Bulls are three seed, 10 and 5. And the Heat are fourth seed, 10 and 5. The Hornets are fifth seed, 9 and 7. The Cavaliers are the sixth seed, 9 and 7. The Knicks are the seventh seed, 8 and 7. And the Sixers are the eighth seed, 8 and 7. The Celtics, ninth seed, seven and eight. The Raptors, tenth seed, seven and eight. And the Buccaneers, eleventh seed, seven and eight. The Hawks, twelfth seed, seven and nine. The Pacers, thirteenth seed, six and ten. The Pacers, uh, I mean the Pistons, fourteenth seed, four and ten. And the Magic, four and eleven. And the fifteenth seed. Then the Western Conference, the fifteenth seed, Rockets, one and fourteen. Oh my goodness, they're a on a 13-game losing streak. Jesus Christ, man. My God. Then we got the Pelicans, uh, 14th seed, 2-14. Two, two the Spurs, 13th seed, 4-10. The Timberwolves, 12th seed, 5-9. Then the the Kings, 11th seed, 6-9. Nice. The Thunder, 10th seed, 6-8. The Grizzlies, 9th seed, 7-7. Seven seven. The Lakers, 8th seed, 8-8. Eight and eight. The Blazers, 7th seed, 8-8. Eight and eight. The Clippers, 6th seed, 9-5. The Nuggets, 5th seed, 9-5. The Mavericks, 4th seed, 9-5. and five. 
the Jazz, third seed, nine and five. Then the Suns, eleven and three, and of course, and they're on a ten-game winning streak. By the way, the Suns have been also one of the hottest teams in uh, basketball. No pun intended, because they're the Suns. Whatever. And then the number one team, of course, Wash uh, Golden State Warriors, twelve and two. Yeah, they lost to the Hornets on Sunday, but then they came back Tuesday, beating the Nets. And tonight they got a game against the Cavaliers and against the Pistons tomorrow. So. Yeah, expect Steph Curry to still be an MVP candidate. They've been playing great, so, so yeah, um, and that's that. That's that for today. Or actually, uh, also to let y'all know, this fr- uh this Saturday, I will be finally releasing the top fifty Kanye West songs. So yes, I will be doing it. Top fifty Kanye West songs. I will finally be releasing that this Saturday. Uh, speaking of Kanye West, uh, recently he had, was uh, at Drake's crib um, with Jay Prince uh, for a free Larry Hoover concert. It actually did happen. Dave Chappelle was out there. Um, Drake and, and Kanye were posting stories on their Instagram um, at this event. They took a photo together. They sh- had a video together hugging and, and, you know, squashing the beef. So it's amazing to see. That Drake and Kanye are finally now not in a beef and they're not on each other's throats anymore. Um, Drake is just really that guy to beef with people. And then eventually a year or two later, let's settle this like men. Forget that ever happened. This man, Drake, has had beef with who? Meek Mill, uh, Tory Lanez. I mean, see, he still has beef with Pusha T. I don't think that's going to change. I think Pusha T is always going to hate him. But I don't know. Shit, maybe next year it, it, it all changes. Who never know. Um, who else? He had beef with uh, with who? Uh, Meek Mill, Tory Lanez. Um, who? Meek Kid Cudi. He he had, I don't know if he had a beef with Kid Cudi, but I think he dissed him on a couple couple years back. Uh, if he did, whatever, he reconciled because he's on CLB and shit. So if that that considers that, like Chris Brown. I mean, he also had beef with Chris Brown back in the day as well in the early 2010s and shit. You know, of course, they, they're friends now. So, man, Drake really be be beefing with people and then just, you know, <laughs> he definitely uh, he definitely just, you know, gets face-to-face and just ends it all for us at some point. But I'm glad, you know, they matured and, you know, let this settle and kind of let it go back in the past, you know, not, not really change anything. And, of course, people talking, hey, now that Drake and Kanye are now friends again or at least not in... You know, at least now in speaking terms, can we be potentially getting that Wolves mixtape or album that we were supposing it again in 2016? That's one of Kanye's uh, most interesting or one of uh, Kanye's, if he ever dropped this album, would it have been crazy? And, you know, another album they would have dropped besides Life of Pablo in 2016. Never know. They might make a song. They might work on an album. Now, I'm not going to have those anticipations because, again, I didn't even think Drake and Kanye were actually going to settle their beef. So me thinking that they're going to make a song, mixtape album, let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. And I don't want to think about it because then it 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 uh it gets me excited. And if I and I if it, Jesus Christ, and if I don't end up getting it, then yeah, disappointed, very disappointed. But uh, yeah, that's it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. So yes, this Saturday, I'll be doing my top 50 Kanye West songs. And uh, I will be working on the top 50 Drake songs. So maybe I do that for next weekend, next Saturday. 
on the 27th, right? That's next Saturday, the 27th. So, yeah. And also follow my TikTok, yay the goat 18 Now, again, I haven't been uploading as much on YouTube, on TikTok. But on December, I'm going to be posting a TikTok every single motherfucking day. Why? Because we're in the time period everyone's talking best rap album, best verses, best songs of the year. Here in December, on the podcast, on TikTok, and I have plenty best songs, best uh, best albums, best mixtapes, best features, best verses, best hooks, best everything, best feature artists. We're talk we're talking a lot. Best album covers. We're doing everything in December. We're gonna be doing that a lot. And of course, obviously, the, you know, football content and shit and basketball. But um, that's that. Oh, oh, shit. Before we go, my God, there was a lot to talk about either way. The MLB Awards came out. Let me just do it really quickly right now so I don't waste a lot of time. So for the National League Manager of the Year, it went to Gabe Kapler for the San Francisco Giants. And for the American League, I believe it went to the Mariners head coach. To the manager, I believe. Okay. Rookie of the year for the American League, it went to Randy Rosarena for the race. I got that right. And then for the National League Rookie of the Year, it went to Jonathan India for the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. For the Cincinnati Reds. So uh, congratulations to them. The Cy Young for the American League went to Robbie Ray over Garrett Cole. So congratulations. And for the National League, it went to Corbin Burns for the Milwaukee Brewers. Definitely well-deserved. And for MVP, of course, for the American League, it was announced a couple hours ago, or a couple, actually, less than an hour ago, uh, Shohei Otani, unanimous MVP from the Angels, without a doubt, incredibly, incredibly well-deserved. And then for the National League MVP, it went to Bryce Harper for the Philadelphia Phillies. So, yeah, I definitely agree with these picks. Uh, congratulations to all the winners, MVP, Cy Young, Rookie of the Year, and Manager of the Year. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm already kind of excited and missing baseball. But again, you know, there's really nothing to miss about baseball when there's football and basketball going on. But still, you know, we'll get to the we'll get to baseball season next year. Of course, the offseason, there's still been a lot of trades going on. There's still been a lot of uh, uh, things going on during the offseason. If there's anything else to talk about, I'll let you know about it. But yeah, Saturday, Top 50 Kanye West songs. Follow my TikTok, yay the go 18 I'll be making up uh, content this weekend again. And of course, in December, I'll be doing at least one or two TikToks every single day. I promise you every single day in December. One or two TikToks a day, the whole month of December. I'm going to be consistent on that for at least that one month. I'll try to be consistent more often, but for December, I will definitely, definitely be consistent. But either way, we're going to get that done. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. See you guys in a bit. Take care and peace out, my friends.